What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. It is the Friday, March 11th edition of the show. I'm Gary. No, Chris. And Chris, March Madness is officially upon us. Uh, the basketball games on Thursday during the day have been absolutely freaking bananas, man. <laughs> as uh, as we are recording, we, we record a little early. We pre-record these to make sure that we can get them in and whatnot, but... uh. Your LSU Tigers, last I looked, were up 32-9 to on Missouri in the yeah, first Yeah, I was about half. to say, I don't know if that game's great. We're just beating the hell out of it. Well, that, that one, for sure. But uh, but you look at some of these other ones, uh, the the early games, let's see, Pat Forty had actually tweeted about it. Uh, he said, da, 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 the margins of the completed games in the early part of Thursday were 5-3, 5-1, 5-4, 9-9. And then ECU and Cincy got a little out of hand, but it was close pretty much the whole way through. Uh, Northwestern, of course, not cooperating because, I mean, still four minutes left in that game against Iowa, and they had already given up 98 points to the Hawkeyes. Uh, Boston College, Miami is close right now. I mean, all kinds of stuff. And, of course, by the time everybody hears or sees this, uh, this will all be, you know, moot. This will all be different. We'll be we'll be into other games and whatnot. But, whoo, man. You talk about a crazy, crazy day of basketball. A lot of fun this time of year, of course. Uh, we won't be talking about a ton of it because, hey, Chris and I will be out of town next week. But we do want to hit on some football news and all that other good stuff. The first thing I want to talk to you about, Chris, Major League Baseball is officially back. Jeff Passan tweeted out, said, Breaking MLB and the MLBPA have reached a tentative agreement on a new labor deal. Sources tell ESPN, while it still needs to be ratified by both parties, that is expected to be a formality. And when it is, baseball is back. And he said uh, players can report to spring training as early as Friday. Opening day is expected to be April 7th. 
Uh, transactions unfreeze upon ratification, which is expected to come as early as Thursday, uh, which, you know, for everybody listening, watching, would have been yesterday, meaning free agents can sign and trades can occur. Uh, are you surprised that it got done this quickly? No, no, because th- if you look at the nuts and bolts, though, this is a pissing contest because the, it, the answer to all your problems is money all the time. Um, and uh, and they really weren't that far off on money. They, they were quabbling over very little money and a lot of quote-unquote principled type things. And at some point in time when guys start losing paychecks or owners start losing revenue, you stop giving a damn about your principles and you just want to get back to getting paid to do the job that you do. Yeah, you're not wrong about that. The uh, The final vote, by the way, between uh, the eight executive subcommittee members and 30 player reps ended up being 26 to 12 in favor of the new labor agreement. That was more than enough to hit over the, uh, the two-thirds majority, and we are, we are good to go. So I, I'm a little surprised that... You know, they are rocking with spring trade. Like, everybody report back. Let's go. We start up in less than a month. I, I like it. I like it. I am ready to watch yeah. some baseball. <laughs> no, me too. Me too. I'm, 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 well, I've been watching a lot of college baseball. I, I'm, I'm ready to look at the calendar and, uh, and, and start uh, burning some money on some tickets. I'm ready to, to head north to Boston. And I can believe that. I'll, I'll probably be headed to St. Louis at some point this summer. The, uh, the boy – is old enough. I'm going to I'm going to try and hit St. Louis and Atlanta. Uh, but the boy is old enough now. I can take him to games. He's actually interested in the sport. He's it, hell, he's going to be 4 by the time uh by the time all this stuff rolls around. But uh but yeah, like this is the time period for me to kind of introduce him and and get him interested in this. And that's what we will be doing this summer is traveling and attending baseball games and I am stoked about it. I am stoked. Uh, so I, I guess if that is the case, the original opening date was only March 31st, right? So we're only missing, what, a week of games? Yeah, that's what it seems like. I think they're going to just shorten up spring training a little bit, which is which is okay. Uh, I, I will tell you that I think baseball needs to shorten the season anyway. And uh, the first couple of weeks, maybe even into a month of the season, baseball has notoriously has problems with the Northern teams being snowed out of games, and and I think that's an issue. I I think start, as much as I love this sport and I love this game and I'm ready for it. Uh, if it didn't start till the second or third week of May or April, I mean, um, it, that would not upset me at all. Yeah, I I think I I think I would agree with you. I think I would agree with if you it, on that. If it started if it started two or three weeks later than it starts now, and it ended one week earlier. So we don't have the playoff, the World Series going into November. That would make me the happiest of all. That, that's how I would build a schedule. They should lop a month off and and take three weeks off the front end, one one week off the back end, and and we are just right in that wheelhouse of just dominating May through October. I am not against that. I'm not against because I'm not going to really pay attention until we get to summer months anyway. I mean, I'm going to pay attention to every, every, every pitch of the stock. Like, that's just what I do. Yeah, you do that. But yeah, you've been doing I would, that for years. I would, rather, <laughs> I would rather not have to be ready for a game and then rush home to catch a game and know that it got snowed out because Boston's got a foot. Like, this is what I would rather not. Or watch them try to give me some lip dick version of a game 
being played in the middle of you know a freezing weather. Baseball just wasn't made for that. Yeah, yeah, no, you're not wrong. You are not wrong about that. Let's uh, let's move off of that. Let's uh, let's dive into. Da, 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 da. Uh, let's go ahead and talk some NFL. Let's talk NFL. I'm uh, I'm excited about all these different moves. We've had, I wouldn't say blockbuster moves. We've had one blockbuster and then some really, really big stuff, right? So we'll start off with the Russell Wilson trade. And Russell Wilson is being traded to the Broncos, or has been traded to the Broncos. Uh, the details on it, uh, he agreed to waive his no-trade provision, but it is two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and... Da, 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 da. Uh, Drew Locke, a defensive tackle, and I cannot find the guy's name. Noah uh, Fant is the Noah Fant guy. is the tight end, but the uh, they've got a defensive lineman in there as well. And oh, Shelby Harris, Shelby Harris. There we go. So two first round picks, two second round picks, a twenty twenty two fifth round selection, and uh, the Seahawks are going to give up Wilson and a fourth round pick. Now, I, everybody, there, there's I say everybody. There are a lot of people in the media that seem to believe that the Seahawks won this trade. They think that Russell Wilson is aging because he's 33 years old, et cetera, et cetera. I think this is pretty easy to figure out. If you get the dominant quarterback, if you get your franchise quarterback, I think you won the trade, regardless of what you nope. had to give up for it, right? Nobody in the history of football has ever traded away or lost in free agency a starting dominant quarterback like this, a, 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 let's call him just a premier quarterback, okay, and won the trade or won the deal. No, it's never happened. No one has ever overpaid for a quarterback and really ever been upset about that. So this is just what it is. Like if you – well, I should say, have ever overpaid for a premier quarterback? Like the the cost of, of paying for, you know, never, never got so – so heavy that it wasn't worth it. Right. No, I, th I think you're right. Uh, I will I will tell you this. There are rumors abound that the Seahawks have been calling the Texans to see what the status is on Deshaun Watson. Yep. And I, I could totally see that. Now, I mean, obviously, yep. there's been a lot of teams that have called around for Deshaun, but, uh, but that one would make sense. I mean, you get him up to Seattle, kind of get him out of the limelight a little bit, which is what Russell Wilson has done. The NFL is such a big sport. He's always – whoever is up there is always going to be in the limelight anyway. But my, my biggest issue with all these talking heads, these media guys, I, I want to I get back on the Wilson part, okay? Yeah, go ahead. All, all, all these people that talk about this sport are talking about it loose because all of them look at last year. That These people look six inches in front of their face and they just assume they know everything about somebody because of because of what happened four months ago, okay, like like I usually don't like giving the excuse of a of an injury to a player as to why they struggle. But when you're a quarterback and you injure and you're having surgery on a finger on your throwing hand, I, I think I think that's probably more important than somebody who's struggling with a hamstring problem or an ankle injury or a shoulder you know injury on their off off arm. Like like I think that's probably more more important to the, the the ability for them to do their job and do it well. Yeah, I tend to agree. I tend so, to agree. So people just want to look at last year's numbers, last year's numbers only, and, and then that's all they want to hold on to and, and, and stand behind. And I just think that's just lazy. It's just really, really lazy. Yeah. We, we've got a, a lot of 
a, a lot of resume from Russell Wilson to say he's, he's one of the top ten quarterbacks in the country, and I don't think it's close. Um, I, well, and, I think he fits say, in there pretty easily. To say and that he's, best, uh, he's really good. Oh, yeah, he's absolutely good. Uh, to say that he's aging when he's 33 years old, we, Aaron Rodgers just won back-to-back <laughs> MVPs. That's just so stupid. And he's 38 years this, old. I had an argument on Twitter yesterday with morons who think that that Matt Stafford and Russell Wilson are equal because they're the same age and they both miss, you know, about the same amount of games in their career. One guy plays through injuries all the time. Matt Stafford is a tough son of a bitch. I'm not arguing that at all. But that guy is frail. That guy has back problems, neck problems, arm problems. He has lots of things he plays through them that's fine. At his best, he's never been close to Russell Wilson. Never been close to what Russell's been in. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're you're right. You're right. He hadn't been close. Hadn't been close. Um, the other move that the Seahawks made is they cut Bobby Wagner. I don't know that I'm necessarily against. Still with me? Yeah. I'm, I'm, oh, I'd, I'd already moved into Bobby Wagner. So <laughs> I didn't even know you were gone. It ended on the on the end of a sentence. So, do you have more to talk okay. about with uh, with Russell? Nope, that's it. I just I just <laughs> wanted to talk about that. <laughs> and so the other move that they made is they uh, they cut Bobby Wagner, who's kind of been the the leader of that defense for a little while. He was kind of the last remaining you know, OG, I, you know, I'm not necessarily against uh, going ahead and cutting Bobby Wagner. He's, he's getting a little older. Uh, his, you know, his productivity has gone down quite a bit. And if you're wanting to turn over to that locker room, hey, get, get rid of the leaders on both sides and reestablish a different kind of culture, bring in guys to be leaders, et cetera. I'm not, I'm not against that. I think Bobby Wagner can still be serviceable wherever he ends up going. I, I'm I'm not necessarily against that one. I do think it was not exactly smart to trade Russell Wilson. Uh, no, they did get a haul for him, but uh, but what are your thoughts on on cutting Bobby Wagner? But yeah, well, you got to. I don't think he's worth the the money on his contract, and and I know that sounds harsh and tough, but that's the business of the business. And um, I, you know, this is a guy that got hurt in a Cowboys game at one point in time. And when he was getting, like, laid on the field, flipped off his own sideline and his own, you know, team. Another time in Dallas, you know, literally, like, ran up to Jerry Jones on TV and was like, get me out of here. Like, come get me. So, just this obviously somebody who is not um, happy being there anyway. So, when you're not performing at, at, at the level of your contract and – you've expressed interest to not be there, I think this is best for both parties to just go away. Now somebody else can sign him to whatever fair deal they believe he does. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm, was it Wagner that did all that? I thought it was somebody yeah, else. I think it was Wagner that did all that. Wow. Yeah, I guess I guess that would make sense. That's God, in my head, I thought that was somebody else. Uh, but no, it... Okay, so if it's somebody else, I I thought it was Wagner, and and I'm, well, either, I'm mistaken them. Either I'm way, sure yeah. Um, it, <laughs> I I'm trying to look it up right now, but I don't see anything about it. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, you know, exactly what I said before. I just think that, uh, you know, it, it's it's like getting upside down on a uh, on a used car. Right where it's like you, you got him, and then you know the contract maybe isn't worth 
what the what the player is anymore, and and that's just what ends up happening. So that is uh that is the way that it ends up going with the Seahawks. Let's uh let me do the the podcast reads here right quick. Uh, the the website is winningcureseverything.com. You can find everything you need to know about us over there. Very easy to do. Podcast, YouTube, etc. We'll be right there along with all of our social media feeds. So if you have not already, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. You can leave us a five-star review and that helps us out in more ways than we could even tell you. Uh, whatever algorithms are out there, if they see people subscribing and they see people leaving reviews, that stuff helps. Uh, if you are already subscribed, hit unsubscribe and then subscribe again, and it'll trigger whatever. So go ahead and knock that out for us. Uh, you can do the same thing with YouTube. So go ahead and knock that bad boy out as well. And uh, and on YouTube, hit the like button for us on the video. If you are not already subscribed, do that. But jump into the chat. Jump into the comments. We like to talk with you guys. We like to hear from you. If you are not already following on Twitter, I am at GaryWCE. Chris is at ChrisBGiannini. And the show is at WinningCures. If you want to see more of me, you can do so at BetUSTV.com. I'm hosting a bunch of how-to, sports gamble, whatever videos. Got a bunch of great guests, all that, over at BetUS TV. So go ahead and check that out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Now, let's, uh, let's move on. We will stay in the NFL. And the Indianapolis Colts actually found a trade partner for Carson Wentz. And you and I have talked, I mean, this is two years now, that you and I have said that there is nobody in the NFL that would be willing to trade for this washed-up quarterback that has proven that he's not very good. He had one amazing year in his sophomore effort. And and that's all that he's got to show. And yet... Hey, no, no, no. no, he never a year. He never a year. Now, he, he had, had like part seven of weeks. Yeah. He had like seven weeks. <laughs> he, he was MVB candidate for at seven, ten, whatever. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't long. I will say that. Um, the deal here uh, is pretty pretty crazy. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at it here. Washington will pay the full $28 million due to Wentz for the 2022 season, which includes a $5 million roster bonus. Uh, the Colts will receive the Washington Commanders third-round picks in 2022 and 2023. The 2023 third-rounder can become a second-round selection if Wentz plays 70% of Washington snaps. And the teams also swapped second-round picks in 2022, with the Colts moving up from number 47 to 42, and the Commanders are getting a 2022 seventh-round pick. Um, you know, 
I, I'm just, I'm a little, I'm a little interested in this. Uh, it said the Commanders offered three first-round picks to Seattle for Russell Wilson, but Seattle opted to send him to Denver. So, I don't, I, I mean, I understand that the Commanders needed a quarterback, right? What I don't understand is why would you go with this one? Like, <laughs> I don't understand this at all. Like, this, obviously, this has got to be the last chance for Carson Wentz to prove that he can be an NFL starting quarterback, right? I think everybody looks at the stats, and they're all, you know, he had 27 touchdowns and seven interceptions last year, and those numbers end up good. Like, a touchdown-to-interception ratio is good. You're almost 4-1 to one there. But there were so many other things. And he plays recklessly, He's and he, and he can't seem to get it done. The Colts missed the playoffs again last year. All they had to do was beat the Jags at the end of the season, and they're in the playoffs, and they couldn't get it done. I, I, I am so curious your thoughts on this. Well, no, I, so I, I think Ron Rivera, A, was on thin ice. He is the coach probably on the hot seat starting the season off this year more than anyone else. And, uh, and I think he's in wagon to a, a really, really bad option. Um, for his going all in to save my job situation. Do you think that, um, he, he, that he did this? Like, do you think he was okay with this? I think he's okay with this because I think he's, I do think he's making a lot more decisions in that locker room than, 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 you know, a lot of other coaches. So he's not the team president, he's not the GM. And, and I, I think his voice is heard though. Um, I don't like it. I think this is foolish. If you were going to do this, why not keep your draft pick and just spend your first-round pick on on a quarterback? I believe this year – I do not think this is a great quarterback class. I think out of this quarterback class, at least two quarterbacks will come out of it and have better numbers than Carson Wentz will this year. Two you know, I, uh, <laughs> I was talking to – you know our buddy McKinnon. Uh, I yeah. talked back and forth with him – because he, he thinks that the Falcons should take a quarterback in the first round at, at number eight. And I said, I don't know that any of these guys are worth a top ten pick. And then we started going back and forth about, you know, this isn't exactly a big quarterback draft. And I said, and as soon as I say that, we're going to end up with two Hall of Famers, four Pro Bowlers, like guys that spend 15 years in the league. Like this will probably end up being the class that gives us a lot of really good quarterbacks because we don't see it coming, right? No, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that's how it works. I think we know how to evaluate these things more than we've ever known how to evaluate them in the past. Uh, so not that we're better at it now than we've ever been, but, you know, I think these guys are pretty damn good at what they do. My, my logic and thought process on this matter is just simply, um, I, I do think some of these guys are pretty good coming out of this draft. It's not a collection of guys. It's not a big number of guys. But but I think there are a lot of these dudes that are they're pretty damn good. And they're going to be just fine. And I, I'm going to tell you this. I would take Desmond Ritter right now, and I would take Matt Corral right now uh, with one bum wheel over uh, uh, Carson Wentz today. No questions asked. Not only are you getting those guys, but you're also getting them on a rookie contract. So you're paying them virtually nothing. Like what you're going to pay Carson Wentz this year, that you won't pay them in their first five years of owning them and owning their rights. Like 
Well, I think that we've we've seen in the NFL over the past what five years, six years that you don't have to the the whole veteran quarterback thing is maybe a little bit overdone. I don't think you have to be a veteran quarterback to be able to go in and affect a locker room and have success with a team because I think that these these quarterbacks now are so prepared for the NFL game that they can come in and be successful right away now. It used to be that you had to sit them. But I don't think that you have to now. Like, I think what no, you're saying I, is no, exactly yeah, right. Really don't. No. So, I, Corral so could have been just, really I, good there. Yeah. No, I just think I think Carson Wentz is, is, is so overrated, it's not funny. And for people to keep think, you know, throwing out numbers and stats and information that, that he's still good at football, it's just laughable. It's just ridiculous. Like, you're, you're embarrassing yourself now, people. Just stop. Just I mean, stop. the, the why, fact that why Indianapolis... You're so heavy, why people are so heavily invested in, Car- in thinking Carson Wentz is good. I guess maybe they said he was good when he was, you know, going to be a rookie or whatever, and, and, and I said he was shitty, and so maybe I'm heavily invested the other way of just seeing that we all want the thing that we said five years ago to be true. But, but we now know. Like, it doesn't matter what you said or what you thought. We, we have enough data. We have enough evidence now. We know the answer. Yeah, and that's the thing is we people were always – when it came to Carson Wentz, it was, well, Frank Reich left and Doug Peterson didn't know how to get the good out of him, right? Well, then he went back to Reich. And, and once he did that and he still wasn't able to be successful. Everyone it, said Wright was going to fix him because he was good under Wright once. Listen, he ain't magic, okay? Yeah, and now you're going to uh, Washington, who owns the NFL's worst total QBR since the 2018 season, and its 71 touchdown passes in that span also ranks 32nd. And that it's a big reason why they've gone 24 and 41 since the beginning of the 2018 season. I mean, they just they, see, they're not good. Did you see Washington's odds of of winning the Super Bowl? <laughs> After this trade and before this trade, didn't it drop? Like it actually dropped to uh, what? 15, like, Fifteen points. I mean, it was they, like they were they were, 10, 60, they were sixty to one. They were sixty to one. Okay, which is plus six thousand. Yeah, to win the Super Bowl. After the trade, they're now seventy-five to one. <laughs> I'm not the only one that sees this. Look, I know that I'm just a moron, and tens of people listen to this, and none of them think that I know what I'm talking about. That's fine. That's 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 an acceptable opinion, right? These are people who do this shit for a living. They run numbers. They know these teams better than anyone knows these teams, and they think like I think. Yeah, yeah. I think well, so. Part of me wonders if those numbers were a little bit inflated because they knew Washington was sniffing around, and and if they did land a guy like Russell Wilson, then obviously. You know, that changes your fortunes a little bit, so you don't want to get caught uh, having to give up on a bunch of uh, plus 6,000 tickets. So that might be all, part I know of it. Is, all I know is their quarterback room was Taylor Hennings, and, <laughs> and they were 6,000 to 1. Or and, six, 60 to 1. Yeah, 60 to 1, and now they're 75. And now, now it's Carson, and they're 75. Uh, I know it moved 15 points. So. That is so bananas. Uh, so. So now, what do the Colts do? Uh, all of the rumors, all the speculation right now is that Jimmy G uh, is their focus at this moment. Uh, do you think that's, you know, I, I, obviously that's like a steady hand. 
that's somebody that can come in and, and run the offense and won't make a bunch of mistakes, so that's good. But, you know, does that do anything for you? Uh, I, I actually think Jimmy G – now, Jimmy G is nothing to be excited about. But I actually think Jimmy G is a step up from Carson. Yeah, I tend to agree. I tend to agree. I just – I think he's not he's not nearly as reckless. He's not going to cost you in the way that Carson Wentz sometimes does. I think that's the easiest way to put it. So he'll he'll turn the ball over sometimes, but he'll also control himself a little more too. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. There's still reckless plays. I mean, we saw the end of the NFC uh, championship game. Like we <laughs> we've seen it. But uh, but I do think that you can trust him a little more than you can Carson Wentz. Uh, let's yeah. stay let's stay in the NFL. Let's go to Green Bay, where Aaron Rodgers is expected to remain, or not expected, he is going to remain a Green Bay Packer. The NFL Network's Ian Rappaport is reporting a four-year, $200 million deal to keep him in Green Bay. That'll that'll last until he's 42 years old. So, uh, obviously, I, I do find it a little weird, by the way, that Aaron Rodgers has come out, and he said on the Pat McAfee show, and he has tweeted that those numbers are not accurate. Like, do not go with those numbers. But at the same time, you know... I, I kind of trust Rappaport. He he gets more right than he does wrong. So even if it is anywhere close to four years, $200 million, obviously they are messing around with the salary cap numbers and whatnot. Uh, the salary cap, by the way, up to $208 million this year. Uh, at least that's what's being reported. And, okay, so this is good for Green Bay, I suppose. Uh, they all want to keep him around. They, uh, they franchise tag Devontae Adams. What does this mean for the Packers going forward? I would imagine they're going to remain good, and they're probably going to have to get rid of Jordan Love at some point, right? Well, I mean, you don't have to get rid of Jordan Love. Right, Like, right. Jordan Love is, like, like you know, and I'm going to tell you this. If any NFL franchise out there is trading for Jordan Love, they're idiots too. Like, how are these people making all this money running these teams? Well, we were shocked that he went in the first round to begin with. Like, it just, it, I understand he's got the measurables and whatnot, but what we saw from him at Utah State in his last season there was not great. Uh, he's had 62 regular season passes. He led Green Bay's offense to only one score in his only career start. That was a loss to the Chiefs, and that wasn't exactly a dominant defense, you know. Uh, he's young. He's only 23 years old. He's had two years learning an NFL offense, uh, and he's, I mean, he shared a uh, locker room with the league MVP for two years. But, you know, I, got, I don't think he's gotten worse. I just I, I don't know what Green Bay could get back in a deal that would be worth trading him. Like, do you develop him and then allow him to go on the open market? Because now you've got Rodgers tied up for four years. That's going to extend past the rookie deal. You know. What I don't know what you can do here. Well, nobody's worried about you're not worried about him going on the open market. Like you're not worried. Like you don't you know what he can do, and it ain't it ain't much. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. No, you're, you're not wrong. Like you, I, I mean, if somebody if somebody finds it, like wants to come get him, great, trade him. But that's just not going to happen. That's just not realistic. Yeah, I, I seriously doubt anybody's looking at trading for him to be a, a starter by any means. Um, and at the most, you might give up, you know, a couple of draft picks for him or something like that if you think that he's got something. Um, what is he? He is six foot four, two hundred nineteen pounds. I mean, he's ideal size. 
but dude's got a lot of work to do. Got a lot of work to well, do. Well, he just doesn't look good, though. I don't care what size you are. I don't care. I don't care any of that stuff. At some point in time, you got to be able to play football. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. Uh, CBS Sports says, given the importance of the quarterback position, it is not unfathomable to think that the Packers could fetch a day two draft pick for love. And it doesn't hurt that this is a relatively weak uh, quarterback, free agency, and draft. So, yeah. You're, I, you're, talking, you're talking a day two? You're talking a second round pick? Uh, second or third. You know, I just I don't think so either. I don't know why anybody would do that. There there are plenty of projects that you can get on a on a rookie deal that you know you would have more time to develop them on a rookie deal that you can get in the second and third round. Like you don't have to bring in Jordan Love, who's on a first round rookie deal uh, and is already two years into it. (laughs) He's just I just don't think Jordan Love's ever going to be good. So. I, I think you're probably right. Um, I mean, you, you're probably right. We'll we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, they they said Atlanta and Washington. Um, oh, this was before the the Washington deal. Uh, so it, it, they also said uh, Seattle. Um, you know, Seattle could be a spot if if they're just desperate, right? But I, I mean, I think Seattle doesn't necessarily want to go that route. They may want to take somebody in the draft and just completely restock this thing. So, who yeah. knows? Uh, what What does it mean for the Packers as far as you know keeping Aaron Rodgers in tow? Uh, just stay the course. Keep doing uh, they'll what you're be doing. good, but they're yeah, they'll, they'll be good. They just won't. They just won't have any money to build around him. I mean, congratulations, you franchise. You know, Devontae, you're going to be you're going to be real good this year, probably, but. That's it. Rogers is going to make a lot of money, and then and then you won't have enough money unless the salary cap ends up jumping up to what did they say two hundred fifty million in the next few years. Uh, if it jumps that much, then you know outside of restructuring Rogers and giving him more money, which is always a possibility, uh, they really won't have a bunch of money to to put pieces around him. So you know I. Like, I, I get wanting to keep uh, the two-time MVP or the, the reigning MVP, but also, man, this is crazy. Like, that's a lot of money. That's just, that is stupid money. All right, uh, the last thing that I wanted to hit on today, this will be a shorter show, uh, Lincoln Riley's new pad. Have you seen this thing? Yeah, I saw the pictures. Holy macalamus. All right, let me, uh, let me give you the rundown on it. Front office sports said uh, Lincoln Riley dropped 172 million dollars on his new oceanfront estate in Los Angeles. It is 13,000 square feet, got seven bedrooms and 12 baths. Now, it, I, explain this to me. Why in the hell would you need 12 baths? Like, uh, I guess <laughs> people coming over your house party. Yeah, I guess it have to, that'd have to be it. Like, a bunch of partying. Uh, they got a five-car garage, an elevator, seven fireplaces, a movie theater, a tennis court, a putting green, a sauna and a steam room, a 600-bottle wine room, and they got a guest house. And the pictures of this thing are ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, he owned two homes in Oklahoma, in, in Norman. And one is still up for sale. It's $1.9 million. And this one that he just bought in, uh, what is it? Uh, estates? No, hold on. Let's see, Palos Verdes Estates, California, seventeen point two million. So, and and I will tell you, 
it does look a lot nicer than the one that he's got in Norman, Oklahoma. I will, I will say that. He's actually got neighbors in Norman, Oklahoma. Like you, I don't know that you can have neighbors when you own in a state like this in Los Angeles, man. Uh, sure he does. Sure he does. <laughs> I mean, but they're so far away. Are they really considered? No, neighbors? they're really not. They're really not. It's just the way the picture's taken. Oh, they're really Lord. not. You don't have a lot of land. This thing's not on. This thing's not sitting on nine acres of land, Gary. Uh, that's true. That is true. All right, and it's not oceanfront, by the way. It's got an ocean view. It's way the hell up on a hill. Like he's miles away from the ocean. Yeah, okay, I see. His backyard doesn't go up to the ocean. That's bullshit. And $17.5 million is not a lot of money for a house in L.A. Like, this is a beautiful house, but this house is nowhere close to the ocean. Not, not no, Nowhere close to it for 17.5. The houses in Malibu for 13,000 square feet are going to be like $70 million, okay? Yeah, if not more. All right. Yeah, Malibu is ridiculous. I listen, yeah, so... So this guy, this guy is a, it's a, it's a nice house. It's a beautiful house. It's a gorgeous house. It's a big house. It, it, it's, it's, it is, it is a, an impressive thing to you and I. Okay, that's that's all it is. Because in that world, this is a little dick move. <laughs> You're probably right. I'm uh, let's see. I'm Adam I'm looking Carolla up. does a podcast. Okay, Adam Carolla is a podcast guy. Adam Carolla's house is the equivalency of this. True. Uh, and he has a second house in Malibu on the beach. So, so, let, so like, and he's just a podcast dude. This is supposed to be some big shot Hollywood famous, you know, you know, you know, god of football. Okay. All right. I am, uh, I'm looking at this. And so he's got a, he's got to roll through to get all the way over to I 10 in order to get over to USC. And it is a 25-mile drive. It is a 43-minute to one-hour and 15-minute drive. I'm going to bet he's never making that drive in less than an hour. How, how do you figure he gets there? Like, how, how can he beat the traffic to be able to... Well, he can't. He can't beat traffic. Because L.A. traffic is always traffic. That's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm like, there's, I mean, the I-10 no, is gonna, always. Which is fine. Like, I drive over an hour everywhere I go, you know, for my job. That's fine. I don't make what he makes. It's okay. That's all right. But, like, it's just, you know, I, I don't, anyway. That this, is, is, this is the house that was for sale. That's a really good price. It's like $1,300 a square foot. In L.A., that's an amazing price, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are 700-square-foot shitholes that are being sold for a million dollars, okay? $1,300 a square foot is pretty damn good. It is not bad. Uh, Rolling Hills Estates is right next door. Uh, It's just south. That's also also how I knew this thing wasn't close to the fucking ocean. Not close. (laughs) Like, it's close to the ocean compared to, like, I'm close to the ocean right now, all right? But it ain't close to the ocean to anybody that lives in L.A. It's, uh, I mean, it's... Like it's close, but it's it's not it no, ain't a not. beach. It's not a beach. Like it's nothing like that. It's you're out looking over it. Uh, but it is it is just south of. Well, yeah. When you're on a mountain, when you're on a hill, you can see really far. Yeah, it's uh. It's so he could see the ocean. Thirty minutes south of Redondo Beach and uh, Hermosa Beach, and then Manhattan Beach is just a little north of that. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet I'm gonna bet he's not thirty minutes to any of those places. 
because I know what LA traffic is. Uh, well, I mean, you hop on Highway One. It's not. Uh, eh, okay. maybe you're right. I, I don't I'm know. Just, <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm just telling you, I know what LA traffic is. That is, I mean, you're you're not wrong, but it doesn't have to hit. Uh, he doesn't have to hit interstates or anything like that. So I don't know if it's that crazy, but regardless, uh, the place looks exceptional. It's a nice, it's a nice place. It That's it fun. is definitely a nice place, and uh, and yeah, you know, I, I, maybe maybe an upgrade over over what you had in Norman, Oklahoma. I will say that. Um, it I, I don't know that this is uh, is why you move, which is what <laughs> which is what a lot of these college football guys are talking about like oh man like look at this and da, 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 da. it's like well i mean you move because you're in la and you're not in norman oklahoma that's yeah. why you move it ain't for the house because he could have had a million times better house than this for a lot cheaper in norman oklahoma oh most certainly. they just don't build houses like that in oklahoma yeah but he could have had everything in this for a fraction of that cost in norman. oh yeah oh a hundred percent uh but it won't be looking out over uh, over any oceans. I will tell you that. So, but I, I don't necessarily know if you uh, if you have to have that view. So, <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, is there anything else you want to hit on on on, uh, on today's nope. show? All right. Let's go ahead and get out of here. Let me wrap this thing up. Uh, everybody knows where to go. WinningCuresEverything.com. Go ahead and check that out. If you hadn't subscribed, do that. We are going to get out of here. We know March Madness is rolling. You guys. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And hopefully, hopefully, all of your tickets cash this week. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com. Or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.